Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Be on your your toes for that one. It might come more often than you think. Uh, But you might see it coming because that stutter kind of gets me every once in a while. So you'll have a fair warning on that. Um, What a great Easter day. What a great day to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth, not with the old leaven, but with the unleavened bread uh, that Christ gives to us by cleaning out our sin, by cleaning out our our dirty uh, past and our filth that would that would make us separated from God and damned forever. Um, this is something where uh, the, the texts for today are maybe some texts that would not necessarily be chosen in a modern sense because we want this day to be full of joy and happiness and, um, well, if I can just say it, we get a lot of uh, new people on, on Easter Sunday and so a lot of pastors get a little nervous about going too heavy or too hard, and some of y'all might be saying, oh no, pastor, take it easy. But um, <laughs> it's one of those things where um, you read the gospel text from Mark, and you even say to yourself, you know, they fled the tomb, trembling and astonishment had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the gospel. they fled because they were afraid and they didn't say anything to anyone. That confounds a lot of people, especially in this day and age, where we read the gospel texts and they say, well, wouldn't it be great if you knew that Christ had risen from the dead? Wouldn't it be wonderful? But keep in mind This is something that had never, ever happened before in the sense that a man raised himself from the dead or was raised in the manner of Christ and appeared to people glorified as he did. This is something that is truly awe-inspiring. It is awesome. It is something that is fearful. For the one who raises from the dead should be feared. That we know that the fear to fear God is wise. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is the insight that saves us for all eternity. To know what Christ has done, to know that Christ is risen, it is risen indeed, alleluia, is something truly to give thanks and praise to God for, which is what alleluia means. Praise to God. We did not say that throughout the entirety of the Lenten season, and now that we get to say it, we get to say it with such such joy, such fervor, such zeal. And with that zeal, we're not supposed to stop. We're supposed to keep going. People may tell us, well, if, if we get a little bit too serious about our faith, If we take theology just a little too seriously, that might turn some folks off. 
that may be uh, too much to stomach for some people. And yet, our, our scripture from today tells us that to boast in sin, to leave sin untended, it is not good. For you do not know that a, that, that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival not with the old leaven, the, 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 the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. When you know that Christ has died for you, that he does not stay dead, that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. To know these things is to be changed. You cannot be the same person you once were. You cannot imbibe in all manner of sin, in drunkenness, in sexual immorality, in slander, in lying, in idolatry, in any of these things. You cannot do it because you are a new creation now. And if you are a new creation, the old has passed away and the new has come. And what a glorious thing that our boasting is not good, that is for ourselves. But when we boast in the Lord and what he has done, that makes all the difference. We are to live a new life. We are to show love and works of mercy towards everyone so that God in heaven would be glorified so that we would not point to ourselves and look at me, look at me, see how good I am, see the great things that I do, the people that I feed, the people that I help. It is all glory to God. So that all the world might look and say, those are Christians. Those are Christians, right there. We know because they show their love and they don't take any of the credit, they give all glory to God so that a good reputation may go out through all the world and would benefit from God's grace and blessing until at last we would come to him through the final resurrection and be brought into his kingdom in life eternal. God grant this to us, that he would cleanse our hearts, that he would show us that on Good Friday we walked out of here changed people, that on Good Friday, we heard of the suffering and the death and the blood that was shed for us, for you, so that you would no longer live and walk in sin and the power of death and the devil. And yet in this life, we still face trials and temptations. The old sinful flesh clings very closely to us to where sometimes it's hard to know where where. The new man ends and the old flesh begins. And sometimes we engage in that struggle from Romans chapter 7, where the good that we want to do, we don't do, and the evil that we don't want to do, we just keep on doing. And who will deliver us from this body of death? That our sinful flesh, this world, and Satan are always tempting us and causing us to sin. 
But nevertheless, by the grace of God, by the power of Christ's resurrection, and knowing that in the end, death is conquered, and sin has no sway over us if we are in Christ, that in the end, we can truly have repentance and faith by the power of that Holy Spirit who is promised to us, so that we can make diligently sure that sin does not reign over us. For if we give room to sin and let it gain that upper hand, it is possible we may go from being justified while sinners, but justified and Christians, to being pagans and lose heaven. We must be careful. We must ever watch ourselves, lest pride would take a hold of us and say, I don't need the boundaries anymore, God. I don't need to watch out what I say or what I do. I'm fine by myself. So that you would stand and take heed lest you fall. To know just how sinful you are. So that you would not fall back into the old way of life, into the old habits, into the old pathways that have been trodden until you have been saved. God grant it to us that we would be changed anew that we would be made new people, new creatures, new men and women because of the new man who is Christ that now dwells within us according to the washing of our baptism. That in that, in that great washing, we, are die, we have died to Christ and we have been raised to new life with him so that we have a promise of a clean conscience in God's sight. So as we go forth from here, let us hold on to that good gift of salvation. We should hold on to the fact that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And if there's one thing I can say as far as that, there are plenty of things to be said about how we are to keep sin from our door. And sometimes we may say to ourselves, well, what if I just can't escape the temptation, and the temptation always comes upon me and I don't quite know what to do about it. There's an old saying that um, Luther talked about uh, that was, I think, chronicled by an old monk when a young monk came to him and said, how do I keep the impure thoughts from coming into my mind? Because that's sin right there. And what am I supposed to do? How do I keep from sinning and engaging in the lie that Satan wants me to do? And the old monk said to him, you can't keep the birds from flying over your head, but you can keep them from making a nest in your hair. Right? You can't keep temptation from coming to you. Your sinful flesh is going to want to grab onto it. Your sinful flesh is going to want to engage in it. But by the power of God, you can swat that bird away. When it starts bringing twigs and making a nice home, Sorry for you fellows who don't have much hair, but um, when he starts to make a home in your head, you can clean it out by God's grace, that he gives you the power to know that this is wrong, to hear that it is wrong, and to say, that's not the way I'm going to live anymore, and by God's grace, I will change and do better. God grant all these things to us. And may we celebrate this Paschal Feast with the body and blood of Christ in sincerity and truth by what he has done for us.
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.